Well, hello, everyone. Welcome. Welcome to Be Inspired with Beasley, a podcast of Clayton County Public Schools. I'm Dr. Beasley, Morcise J. Beasley, your superintendent of schools, and so excited to be here today. Today, we are doing our first podcast of the 2022-2023 school year, and I'm joined by the students here at Mount Zion High School, home of the what? Bulldogs. Oh, y'all can do better than that. Home of the what? Bulldogs. Home of the Bulldogs, where we have Principal Mr. Melvin Blocker, who is leading the school to higher levels of performance with a new grad rate release today of 92.1%. Awesome. Awesome. I am joined here at the table. I have many students here in the media center at the high school. But I am joined here at the table by Johan and Christopher, two ROTC, JROTC students. Yes. Excellent, excellent. And so today, uh, today's episode is really to get a pulse of what students are thinking and how they are feeling about the school year. Can you believe we've started school on August 3rd and we're about to have fall break next week? It's going so by so quickly. It's going by quickly. Are y'all ready for fall break? I yes. Am. You are ready. You feel like you need a break? Definitely. So we scheduled the fall break right when we thought we needed a fall break. Mm-hmm. So that's a good thing. We got that right, hopefully. But I really want to hear from the students. I really want to hear uh, since we started on August 3rd, that was like a Wednesday, right? So I guess it's been, since today is October 5th, that's two months worth of school. How is it going? Well, it's actually going really good. It's going by so fast because I'm a senior, so it's just... Are you a senior? Yes. Good for you. So it's going by really quickly. It's a lot of stuff to do as, like, clubs, activities, scholarships. It's just so much to, like, do. And... Yeah, it's just going by really quickly. So, Johan, tell me, what are you involved in your senior year? Well, I'm in sisterhood, as you can see. Circle of sisterhood. Sister, mm-hmm. oh, is that a student club? Yes, okay. it is. Um, it's it's a, like a mentorship program Good for, for you. sisters. Excellent. And um, it's just like to inspire, and uh, it's like a safe space for us. And I'm also a cheerleader. Go Bulldogs. Cheerleader, sisterhood cheerleader. Yes. Um, what else do I do? Oh, JRTC. JRTC, I know they keep uh, you busy. Yes. Uh, what else? I think that's it. Well, that's a lot. That's a lot. Well, Christopher, um, how's the year going? It's going really well. My senior year is going easier than You're I anticipated. senior as well. Yeah, awesome. it's, it's easier than I thought it would be. Um, right now, I... Uh, I'm director of training here in Gerald to see director. That sounds real important, Christopher. Yeah. I am in charge of a lot of the drill that we do. And, um, I'm also in cross country, which is country. Yeah. How do you, so you, you've got classes, both of you, Johan and Christopher, you both have classes. You're in several clubs. You're a director. That's a leadership role in ROTC. How do you all manage your schedules and the stress that comes with all of that, your senior year. So if you, if you do well during the first three years, the senior year is like a, a cake, a, a walk, a cakewalk. Um, so a lot of the stress that you think you'd have, it's not, it's not really that stressful. Wow. wow. So it sounds like you, you work, you work so hard in the ninth grade year, the 10th grade year, the 11th grade year. Oh, you say, I don't agree. I don't know if I worked that well, hard. I mean, I could have done better. <laughs> you could but... have done better, but you, you handled your business, right? You're a senior, and yeah. you are graduating on time, right? Yes. So you did what you needed to do. Very good. And what about you? Oh, it's it's a lot, like preparing for college, but like in a good way because I'm excited. It's not really stressful. It's just you really have to manage your time. And as Christopher said, like we just had to do what we had to do. If we did what we had to do when we were supposed to do it, then we're fine. Very good. Well, clearly as a class of 2023, you all had the role models for the class of 2022. And I know a little pressure. If they're at if they're at ninety two point one percent, 
Class of 2023 has to get to what? Maybe 97%? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> well, we are, we're confident that you all will. But it, it sounds like you all are young people. You're grounded uh, in your academics. You're grounded in your extracurricular activities. You keep yourselves busy. So before I get to my really my first topic of safety and security, I want you to really share why it's important for a student to be connected to a school to get to graduation within that four years or sooner, because we've got some students who are graduating early. Mm -hmm. But why is being involved, going to class, being a part of extracurricular activities, why is that so important, in your opinion? And did that help you get to where you are today? We'll start with Christopher, then we'll come over here to Johan. Okay, so it's very vital that um, they communicate with their counselors. That's, I, I say, probably the number one thing. Because, you know, talking with your counselors, they'll let you know what you need, what classes you need to take. Um, you, they could help you out in, when you're stress, stressed out. Um, and, like, when you, when you go talk to them, you know, they'll help you out. Uh, I'd say that... I spaced out. That's okay. So while you're spacing back in, we'll pitch it over to Jahan. Why was it important for you to be engaged and involved? And did that help you get to where you are today as a senior? Uh, it, defi it definitely helped me because I felt like it's so many people out in this world and they have so many connections. So it's important to kind of talk to people so you can kind of go. They, people show uh, what well, Tell you their experiences so you kind of don't have to go through that. So it's I talk to a lot of teachers and they kind of help me a lot with especially during school. Like if you do what you have to do, then like you don't have to worry about it anymore. And it might be stressful in that time. But like if you get through it, you'll be fine. And it's I also talked to a few teachers like that. I didn't know if I told them like what my major wanted to what I wanted to major in. They would tell me like, oh, I know this. Pe I know this person. I know this person. And um, also with Sergeant Davis, she connected me to a lot. Like she connected me with BWEP. Like it's just What's so that? much. It's a business women um, empowerment project. And uh, she like it's she just brings a whole bunch of women. And like the other day we went to the Porsche Center and it was for the women's summit and we just talked to a lot of older women. Um good like role us. Models. Right. Good. Yeah. Good information. Right. It Excellent. was just so much it's just so much exposure and it's a lot of things that we could do to be successful. It gives you an image, a vision of mm -hmm. what you could be and motivation, right? right yes. You see other people have done it, you know you can do it, right? Mm -hmm. And then they become your village and your support system. Christopher, did you come back in? Yeah. Um, right. Extracurriculars. Uh, it's good that you do them. You know, it's it's easier to raise scholarships like that. That's important. Um, with scholarships, you know, it's easier to get into college and then, you know, get on track to do what you want to do. So have both of you decided on what college or post-secondary option that you want to exercise? I hear college, Christopher. Johan, do I hear college as well? Very good. My plan was to, um, well, I, right now I'm kind of undecisive. I'm debating on either entering the Air Force and, you know, going to college through there or going to college first and then enlisting. So that's a great point because as long as you have your high school diploma, you have options. You can go right to college. You can go into the military. You can go into the workforce or you can do any combination of those things, right? And that's good, and you can make that decision based upon your circumstances and what you believe uh, is best for you at this point, this stage and season in your life. But I'm very glad and proud to hear that you all have put some thought to your next steps, that you're working on your next steps, and you're not going to be deterred or distracted from your next step. So let's, uh, let's get into the topic of safety and security. Uh, as you well know, we started this school year out uh, great day, first day of school, but then we noticed something happening in some of our schools, and you'll be able to share your perspective from Mount Zion High School here. Uh, we, we noticed in some schools, uh, you know, we put in body scanners, so we weren't seeing weapons in, in the schools, but we did notice those kids were engaged in physical confrontations some fights. Many times we heard that they were starting in the community uh, for whatever reason, and they were uh, basically acting out if you will, confronting one another on the school campus. I, I'd like to hear your thoughts. 
about safety and security. And I want these students here who are sitting in this, in this uh, podcast space, I want you to join us as well. And I want you to introduce yourselves. If you, you want to just share your first name, feel free to do so. But I want to hear your thoughts. Do you feel safe in school? Uh, what your thoughts about the body scanners? Um, and what are you observing when it comes to your peers and their contribution to ensuring that you have a safe school. So do you feel safe in, in school? Um, you know, with the new uh, body scanners, I do feel a bit more safe in terms of, you know, weapons. Okay. I, in, the, in, in school, I feel like if you avoid drama at all costs, you won't, get, you won't be having to be worried about getting into fights. I like Christopher. He said avoid drama at all costs. You avoid drama at all costs. You may, hey, you, you, you'll, you'll live well. You'll live well. What about you, Johan? How do you feel? Um, I do feel safe. I feel like at first when we came, I'm gonna be honest. The little body scanners, they were a little bit intimidating. But like now, like I, under, like I understand. Like we, I think we all understand why they're there and they're there to ensure our safety. And the clear book bags also. I didn't like Not it, about that. but I mean, I understand. I put some stickers on mine, and I'm fine. Good. And uh, I think with fights, I mean, as long, I feel like as long as everybody mind their business and, like, we could just be cordial, cool. Even if you don't like somebody, just don't talk to them. Like, That's it's just not growing up, isn't yeah. it? That's just being a mature yes. adult, right? right? You don't like everybody. Right. You just mind your business, let them mind their business, and you'll be good. Exactly. Very good. So so you had a little apprehension, but you feel good about mm -hmm. the body scanners. Even now, when I came in here today, I walked through it, didn't even rec you know, realize it. Mm -hmm. and so at some point, you don't even realize they're there. You're, you've got your clear book bags. You've got your peers, and everyone is hopefully doing their part to create a safe school. What about school activities? You all are seniors. Mm -hmm. um, the school activities. I mean, I've I've always like we've always had a lot of school activities. Always, I like and to hear that. Me, I kind of like like I'm a cheerleader, and this is my like my first year being a cheerleader. And it's not. It was really because of me. But we've always had a lot of activities. They put posters. I mean, well, papers on the wall, advertising it, and it's fun. And yeah, it. I think we have a lot of opportunities. We just have to take them. Very good. Chris? Um, JROTC really did help out with me joining cross country because um, for a lot of games, JROTC does color guards, you know, to introduce the game. And I feel like after my first color guard, it made me feel not worried about getting out there and uh, doing something that I wouldn't normally do. Very good. So being engaged is get, grounds you in staying focused and doing what you need to do responsibly in order to be successful in school. Very good. Well, let's extend the conversation to our other cadets that are sitting right here with us. Uh, I see, is it Vanterpool? All right, Vanterpool, Cadet Vanterpool. Give me your thoughts about school safety. What, what, are, you, what are you thinking? Um, how you feel? What are your thoughts? Areas we can improve? Uh, and what grade are you in? Uh, I'm a senior. Senior as well. Okay. So give me your thoughts about school safety so far this year. Uh, I feel I've always felt safe at this school all four years. So um, the body scanners, that's good. Uh, clear book bags, that's good as well. Um, going off of what Jahan said, if you just mind your business and you're <laughs> I not hear that a lot. Mind your business. being confrontational, then you shouldn't have any issues through all your high school life. Very good. And honestly, if you are doing your business, you don't have time for that foolishness anyway, do you? Yes, sir. That's good. And what are your plans, uh, Cadet Vanterpool, after graduation? Uh, my plans after high school is um, the plan is to join the Air Force. And while I'm in the Air Force, this is to do four years of college. So I plan to do five years of military in four years. Excellent. Tell everybody your name. Uh, my name is Cadet Neelan Vanderpool. Good to, good to have you. Cadet Neelan. Excellent. Excellent. All right. Let's see. Who who wants to, you want to share? Come on, uh, young lady. You got to tell me your name. Tell us your name. And, and what are your thoughts about school safety? What grade are you in? Hello. My name is Chloe Bailey. And... I am part of ROTC, and Excellent. I love it. Okay. Good. So I got past that. Um, on safety, I feel like we do offer a lot of safety things, like um, clear book bags that keep down on a lot of things that may cause tension in schools. Um, also, 
I feel as though they said that minding your business, you can you can stay out of drama. But sometimes, you know, it does find you. But we have a community here to where we can talk to our counselors and keep it down. So I feel though it's home to us. And we're able to feel safe here because nobody looked down on nobody here. And RLTC, it really helped me understand how being in a team, because I'm not used to being in a team. But one thing they showed me that you are somebody and you're going to be somebody and we're going to have your back so that you're able to be that person you're meant to be. Very good. I love that. Working as a team, you are someone. And when you are someone, you are about your business, aren't you? You're about your business. All right, who's next? Let's see. Uh, Cadet Sanchez, you just look like you are ready for me to call upon you. Come on, Cadet Sanchez. Tell us uh, your thoughts. Tell us your name. Tell us your thoughts about school safety. Hello, um, my name is Yuslavi Sanchez, and I'm the student here at Mount Zion High School. I'm a senior. And I, per- me personally, I feel like the metal detectors were a good thing in the clear book bags, even though safety has never been a problem here at Mount Zion. But the metal detectors and clear book bags did come to do their part because, you know, now it's more safety. Now students know not to bring any, you know, bad things. And yeah. Very good. Well, good job, cadet. Good job. Good job. Come on and. Our fourth student, share your tell us your name and share your thoughts about school safety. Um, my name is Amy Sambu. Uh, I'm a senior at Mount Zion High, and my opinions on school safety is that uh, you know the metal detectors. At first, you know I assumed they were just trying to invade the privacy. You know the non mature mindset I had at that time of day, but you know now as I continue to be a student at Mount Zion High School, you know safety matters, and not just for the students, for the faculty as well. So the clear book bags, you know, it was mandatory. And for the females, you know, we were able to have the small bags to hold our personal items. So it's not all just an invasion of privacy at that point. Um, and, yeah, you know, safety, it matters here in Mount Zion High and everywhere, honestly. But, you know, they're trying to make sure that everybody's safe here. Very good. Very good. It's important that you feel safe because you can't learn when you don't feel safe, can you? You can't learn. So I'm glad to hear that you all feel like your your school is safe here at Mount Zion. And honestly, um, I don't get a, you know, in my role as superintendent, I get a lot of information about schools. I don't get a lot of issues and drama coming out of Mount Zion, Mount Zion High School. And I guess that's why y'all got a 92.1% grad rate. I don't, I don't get that. And so I want to commend all of you. But I see why, of course, your principal and the administrative team and faculty and staff, they look like they're about their business. They be having us on a toehold. Oh, they do not yeah, play. they just look like they have high expectations of all of you, which is the way it should be. It appears that they care and they love all of you, and they are committed to creating an environment in which you feel like you can learn and thrive and grow into that young adult that you want to be. So we have to give your faculty, staff, principal a great round of applause. That you got to commend them for that. So, you know, once, once you take care of the basics of safety, safety, so you all have made it clear to your superintendent that y'all feel safe in school at Mount Zion High School. Every time I've come, and I've come here this year several times, I always feel safe. I mean, they buzz me in the office if I don't have my little pass to get in, and they welcome me. They, you know, ask me if I want a bottle of water that, I'm sti- that I have right here. I was about to say I'm still waiting on um, but they always, always, I've been working with the uh, math department here this year, the algebra teachers. I've been in the halls while you all have been passing classes. Y'all may not have even noticed me. But I have just enjoyed being at Mount Zion High School. So y'all have a great school over here. You've got courses that you can take, dual enrollment, advanced placement to prepare you for college and career careers beyond high school and so I'm glad that you all are taking advantage of those opportunities so now that we know that you're safe you feel secure you know your part your responsibility in ensuring a safe secure school I want to know how are your classes going how is instruction are we teaching you at a low level or are we teaching you at a level that you feel like oh when I get to college I am going to be ready and I want to hear from Johan first. Okay. Um, well, as far as academics, I'm like this year is going really good. 
And my epidemiology class, we're the first, like, we're kind of like, what is epidemiology? Epidemiology is the study of diseases. Study of diseases. And we're basically in the class, we're just working as epidemiologists and we're studying diseases and the trace of them and like how we can prevent it from like going to other people. Like in hospitals, they give you like the vaccine and they treat it. But epidemiologists, they like prevent it from going out into like the community or trying to stop it from spreading. Passive spread. Mm-hmm. events except oh so are you interested in that area or is that just a, no. like an elective you decided to uh, take it's just a science class so i can get my credit I but see. like <laughs> i could i took i took human anatomy first and then i switched so it's we're her child class so this is like her first class like ever this is the first class in mount zion that's an epidemiology class so we're just doing a lot of different things and i actually really like it she gives a lot give us a lot of group projects and um it's just really fun i actually like it and i don't i don't like science i'm not a science person but i i like it Shout out to Ms. so you feel like you're learning a lot mm-hmm. um, you're learning about diseases how to prevent the spread of diseases within mm-hmm. a community within you know, and maybe in the history of diseases, history of diseases. Mm-hmm. Excellent. Excellent. Are you learning how to think critically about, about those topics and the concepts that you're mm-hmm. learning in those classes? Yeah, she gives us a lot of projects where we work, literally work as epidemiologists and we wow. have to like make, I think, I think our last project was, um, we had to make a slide of where, like how we could prevent, we had to do uh, avian flu and the Spanish flu, and we had to pick one and make a PowerPoint of how we could, um, like, explain it to Mount Zion High School and break it, like, break it down to how we could explain how to prevent it and give the prevention tips, and yeah. Very good. That's very practical, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Relevant, isn't it's it? It's very relevant. Very well, Christopher. How are your classes going? Um, things are running smoothly in my classes. Uh, there's a lot of seniors, so. When when there's a lot of seniors, you just realize that everyone's more mature. So it's not like there's any people trying to like distract you. They're just trying to you know graduate, get their class done, and you know move on. So I feel like that's what really does make things easier to learn. I uh, I take two core classes right now: uh, U.S. history and chemistry. I feel chemistry is the hardest one out of the both, um, but it is it. The teacher does explain it very well for me. And yeah, that's what makes it easier for me to learn. Do you find yourself in class having uh, opportunities to do close reading, really reading different texts, understanding, learning more vocabulary, understanding different concepts? Do you see yourself uh, writing quite a bit in class? collaborating, working in groups, thinking critically about problems and solving problems? I feel more of the reading goes towards U.S. history while more of the writing goes towards chemistry. Um, we do write a lot of formulas in chemistry, and but uh, it, it's easy to understand once you, get the, once you get the basics of it. Okay, okay. So overall, you give your... your, your 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 academic experience so far this year a, a pretty positive a pretty good grade i'm very yeah yeah i do give it a I, I do like have like high high praise for all my classes okay. especially by how easy it is to me easy to you because that means you're doing your part or is it just real easy it means i'm passing all my classes with uh, an a all right okay okay well, I, uh, Johan, you you agree with that? Are the classes easy, even epidemiology? Mm, that sounds I pretty still hard. Have, it's, I mean, it's not, she doesn't really give us a lot of work. But once you get, like, how she explains it, and then you, if you know what you're doing, like, if you learn it and paying attention, and then you get the information, it's easy. Because all you have to do is apply it. Okay, okay. All right. So we've, we, we, we've got... Uh, a great ex- instructional experience is going on. We're learning. <clears throat> what is something that you wish you had the opportunity to learn before you graduate that maybe you didn't have a chance to learn? Any any thoughts about that? Not something specific that I'd like to learn. I just wish that, you know, COVID didn't hit because it took off two years from my high school 
uh, life. So it, it definitely did, you know, hit me like a truck. I I feel like during the the COVID break, I did lose a bit of um, my intelligence, but slowly but surely I'm gaining it back. And what are you doing? What do you What do you see yourself doing to regain those those lost opportunities? To regain my lost opportunities, I feel like the best thing I could do is just put myself out there, be open to learning new stuff, and try my hardest in every class that I can. Very good. What about you, Johan? Any any additional things you're doing to to regain those opportunities that may have been lost mm-hmm. during the pandemic? Uh, so during the pandemic, uh, the pandemic it was, I'm not even gonna lie, it was real hard. So last year when we came back to school, uh, I was a junior, I was kind of closed off more than I am this year. Like I can, I'm putting myself out more this year because like when you get to college, I don't want to, like, I don't want to be alone. So I'm putting myself out more to talk to different people, like not just people in my friend group. I'm talking to different people, even people I don't know. I just be like, Hey, and sometimes you never know what people are going through. So I just kind of try to be more positive i guess very good very good well let's see what about you all how are classes anybody have um a comment relative to maybe it could be a bit more challenging or do you feel like it's challenging enough what do you what do you all think cadet sanchez i mean you all are seniors you're getting ready to go to your post-secondary options. What do you think? Is it is it challenging enough, or is it just, uh, you know, we're, we're, we're getting through it? Well, me personally, math has never been my subject. Math is really hard, in my opinion, and I have math class. And the teacher, he's really good. He teaches. He does what he has to do. And me, on the other hand, it's a little bit more hard for me to comprehend it. So I just ask for help, and he's there to help me. So I thank him for being patient with me. But other than that, of my other classes, they're going perfectly fine. So let's talk about that. So you mentioned uh, support. Are you getting the support in the areas that you need, whether it be academic support, social, emotional Mental wellness support. Are you? Do you feel like you're getting the support? And what do you do here at Mount Zion if you need that support? Of course, I get the, I get all the support I need by either friends, faculty, the staff, teachers. They're all here to support me. I feel like I have enough support from teachers and friends here at the school. Regardless if I need help or not, they'll be there for me. What do, What do you say to a peer who doesn't feel like they're getting the support? I ask them, you know, I'm generally a kind person. I feel so myself. So I just go to them. If I ever see them, you know, struggling, like, do you need, do you need any help? I may not be the best person, but, you know, I'm here to help regardless of the situation. That is kind. That is kind. That is kind. Thank you. Thank you. Amy? Are you getting support? Uh, you know, I'm not really a, talkative person especially to people that I don't know you know it's kind of hard to communicate with people you don't really know so you know I try to keep you know uh, conversations little to none but you know I'm trying to get out there I've been speaking to the counselor's assistant uh, Miss Barnes that's in the front office she's been very helpful especially for the path that I'm supposed to be going to or the path that I have for myself so that's pretty helpful um I'm not really having any complications with any of my classes because as Chris said previously before you know you plant the seeds our ninth grade year and then we just watch them grow being in our senior year so yeah well what would you say to a peer who who feels like they need support they're struggling academically or they're having a cry a, a mental wellness crisis or they're having home family issues and they don't feel like they have nowhere to turn what would you say to a peer that may be in that in one of those situations or more than one of those situations and, and they don't know which way to turn. Um, you know, we all go through certain situations, not trying to compare everybody's situations, but everybody's situation is somewhat the same in some form of fashion. You know, if so me personally, if I were to come across a person that's going through something that I previously went through, you know, I'd be there for them because, you know, the depressant stage, not even necessarily saying the depressant stage is in that factor, but Nine out of ten, it probably would be, you know, I believe everybody has been through that depressive time and stuff like that. So, you know, from one person that was in a depressive stage, you know, I think that 
you know, it'd be easier to communicate with a person that is going through that stage and it's easier to try to help them, you know, motivate them to try and get out of it because it's not a happy place to be in. You know, you are and you can be in the most negative mindset when you are depressed and stuff like that. So speaking to them, even if it is the small things, you know, the small things do help. Very good. Thank you, Amy. So, so do you all feel like anyone feel free to jump, uh, jump in here. You have access to counselors, social workers, student engagement specialists, you got a communities and school. You've got quite a few resources. Do you feel like those resources are accessible to you, that you have access to them, that if you need your counselor, you can get that time, or if you need to talk to a student engagement specialist, you can get that time, or if you need a social worker, you can get the time that you need. Do you do? What are your thoughts about that? I feel like, you know, if you need help, it's very much there and it's accessible. The counselors are always there to listen and to help. Um, this year, they they um, they added it to where we're in homeroom for twenty minutes to focus exclusively on SELs. Miss Ginyard is very good on that, and she she makes sure that we that that we um, do our SELs. Do you, do you think that that's made a difference in how you approach your day if, since you're starting out that way? Definitely, and. And including her enthusiasm, her enthusiasm really does uh, wake me up. <laughs> I like how how charismatic she is about the stuff that she does. Well, that's that that could be real real uh, jarring for a high schooler who may be somewhat tired in the morning, huh? Yes. <laughs> Anyone else? Anyone else? Come on, Cadet Vanterpool. Uh, Feeding off of what Christopher said, um, my fourth period teacher, uh, Mr. Brown, he teaches ELA. And even though we do SEL in the morning, we also do it in his class in fourth period. And I feel like he's really good on that because we do that for a warm up and he asks us questions about um, how we feel today or what can we do. Like yesterday, he gave us a question on what would you say to somebody who's feeling down or feeling like they're in a tough spot, who's feeling hopeless. <clears throat> and and I just feel like that's good because you never know what people are going through, so that you always want to be there for them because um, life life gets hard sometimes. So and one thing my grandma always tells me that God puts His strongest soldiers in the worst battles, so that you have to keep fighting and persevere so that you can make it through. Very good. It sounds like you got a great network of support, even with your your grandma. Come on, tell us, sh- share. Do you feel like you have access to that support? And if if a peer doesn't feel like they have access, what, what what advice would you give that peer about how to get connected to those resources? Um, I always give people advice, whether it's just giving them a compliment when I see a simple change. But I always make sure I observe people in the way that they need to be. And if they need any help, I make sure I send them where they need to go because I know where they need to go at certain times. And if I can personally help them by telling them a certain time and taking time out of my day, I will. Um, in my American literature class, it is kind of challenging because it's, I'm learning different things that I did not learn before. I mean, it's like a different level of it. So it's, that's kind of challenging to learn. Um, we always have our doors open if we need to go to any classroom and talk at any different times. Our administrators, they offer us refreshments if we need any refreshments. If we need any help, we are always able to go to where we need to go. Very good. Very good. Anyone else? Anyone else? Um, okay, so I wanted to piggyback off of what Neela said, because uh, I take T. Brown too. But I'm in both his, I'm in his journalism class and his ELA class. So, with the journalism class, it's a lot more opening because it's journalism. So we're talking about everything. And we, the classroom is not that big. But when we're talking in that classroom, we're like talking about real life stuff and things that we go through. Like one of my students, his uh, brother has cerebral palsy because we was talking about um, like, we, we, I don't even remember. But we were just talking. It's just different. You can, that's those type of conversations can like egg. Like expose you to different people's lives and how they live and how they think and it just shows as to what people are going through and like you aren't alone like everybody has their stuff 
And I feel like if you like if you're somebody that is going through something and you like might be scared to talk about it or you feel like nobody's going to relate to you or understand you, there's somebody out here or there's somebody in Mount Zion that will understand you or will at least attempt to help you. You aren't alone. And I understand that people feel alone because I felt that way before, too. But it's just when you get to talk to people and when you express how you're feeling, it's a lot easier to fix the issue, I guess, or cope with the issue in a healthy way. So, Johan, do you feel like you have a caring adult in this building that you can talk to when you need to talk to them? Yes, I have multiple. I'm not gonna multiple lie. caring yeah. adults in this building. Mm-hmm. That's good. What about you, Christopher? Uh, there's a lot. Um, there's Miss Kenyard. There's both of the ROTC instructors, Sergeant Davis and Sergeant Wilson. There's Miss Russell. Um, there's Mister Lately. All the counselors. Good, good. Are you aware of 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 like this the Thrive Zones and and all of the resources for students if they need to talk to someone mm-hmm. uh, about anything um, that they have those opportunities right here at Mount Zion High School. Good. Well, anything you would like to say to the audience relative to Mount Zion High School and the area of support that you clearly benefit from that exists at this school? I heard you say you can find a caring adult in the building. You can talk to individuals. You have access to resources, whether it be counselors or social workers or student engagement specialists and others, administrators, teachers. What do you, what do you think we could do to make it better? Um, I feel like we, like with the SELs, we do open, like, the conversation. But sometimes people aren't brave enough to, like, say it, like, in front of, like, the whole classroom. So, like, if you see somebody, like, struggling, like, you don't have to, like, be all up in their business, like, what's going on with you? But you can just be like, oh, like, are you okay? Like, do you need help with anything? Or you can just tell them, oh, you look nice today. Or, oh, like, I like your hair or something like that. And because a a little can, like Amy said, a little bit can go a long way. And um, you can just, even if you don't know what's going on with somebody, if you say, like, something little, it'll make their day better. And that's, like, our goal. One team, one team. Just being kind, saying kind things. Mm -hmm. The words are powerful, aren't they? Yes. Words can lift up or they can tear down, right? For sure. For sure. Chris? Um, Like, uh, jumping off of what Johan said, being friendly, you know, um, not being afraid to... Go out, and I feel one of the biggest things that stop people that might stop people from going to reach out for help is the fear of being judged. But you know, everything comes with patience. So once once they once they lose that fear, I feel then then it becomes a lot easier. Very good. So you all are seniors, and I want to give everyone a chance to to share as we prepare to close out. What would you share as advice? to a ninth grader, a 10th grader, whatever, 11th grader, or someone who's in the eighth grade this year preparing to come to high school next school year. Uh, I want you to think about one or two things that you would want to share with them about anything, safety, instruction, your curriculum, academics or support, or just in general, relationships, building relationships. What would you want to share with them in the form of advice uh, that you think would help them matriculate through Mount Zion to become seniors and graduate and clearly exercise, go into their post-secondary options? I'd definitely say that um, high school is a very fun experience, nothing like it, but you should always prioritize your classes. Make sure that you get everything done on time or even get ahead of time. That way, everything just becomes a lot easier for you when you grow up. That that way, by the time you're at 12th grade, you'll be ready for anything. Very you know? good. Very good. Uh-huh. Um, you can, I feel like schedules are so important. Like, if you schedule what you have to do, like, your classes are already scheduled for you, but then some people have, like, extracurricular activities. If you schedule, like, your work, it's so much easier. And if you go to college, that will help you as well like as to as far as being on your own 
if you make a schedule and just do what you have to do like as a ninth grader and as a 10th grader and as a junior because it'll be so much easier when you get to your senior stuff you can just focus on the fun stuff because there's so many activities as a senior that you that we have so i hear time management Mm -hmm. manage that time and learn that that's a good skill life skill right Mm -hmm. learn it early all right any others want to share come on come to the mic share what advice would you give me if i were coming to mount zion as a as an incoming freshman okay so i'm a junior but i would say coming into high school you're not going to leave the way you came in you're going to leave with experience you're going to leave with different things that you did not come into high school with those friends that you walk in the door with they're not going to be with you on the way out so you need to focus on what you want to do and the impression that you want to make and the people that you want to influence because you don't want to be known as something negative and you don't want a reputation that's going to come behind you and not come with some power behind it you want to come in a room and people know that you're there not by what you did the day before but by who you are and when you're able to be that person that's when you're going to know that you have really success became successful in life because there's not people that you're going to be friends with when you come from middle school and you're trying to hang with them or be influenced by them and hang with them and not prioritize your work like my peers have said you want to prioritize your work because at the end of the day, that's all that matters. Um, also, you want to make sure you do make friends that are on your level. Do not try to go under your level making friends because you're not going to succeed. You're going to have to bring yourself down just trying to be around them. Um, I also would tell them that stay out of trouble because trouble is not fun. <laughs> it's not fun. Once you get in trouble, it's over with. It's easy to get in trouble, but it's hard to get out of trouble. So that's what I would tell them. And I also would tell them, be ready. Be ready. Be ready. Anyone else? Come on, Cadet Vanterpool. What would you share? Give us your wisdom. Uh, I would share that, like Bailey said, relationships do not last forever. You will not go to high school and leave high school with the same friends that you had in middle school. But an important thing that I'm still working on that I wish somebody would have told me um. Focus on balancing your life. Uh, there's times where you can have fun. There's times where you need to focus on your schoolwork. And there's times where you need to focus on any other thing that's going on with your life. Um, just focus on balancing your life. It'll make it so much easier and you won't be so stressed out. Good advice. Focus on balancing your life. Do your homework. Do your schoolwork. Enjoy your friends. Have a balanced life, right? Yeah. And Stay out of trouble. And also uh, extracurricular activities, ROTC, um, just anything. It helps you learn more stuff about the world. You get opened up to new opportunities and you learn new things. And you might want to get involved in new things. So it helps you out later on in life. Get involved in extracurricular activities. Why? So you can learn more and be prepared for life. Excellent. Excellent. Amy Cadet Sanchez. Uh, advice I would give was definitely would be to as a as a ninth grader and tenth grader is just because like the work is easy going into your ninth grade year and your tenth grade year doesn't necessarily mean that you should sidetrack it to do something else because that's what ten that's what people tend to do when the ninth grade year and the tenth grade year they feel as though oh the work is easy so I can just go on and do something else and get back to it and then not being able to prioritize the work and then it's just like you going into eleventh grade year still taking. 10th grade classes or ninth grade classes and now it's just like you I guess it's secondhand embarrassment because it's just like oh all my friends are taking all these 11th grade classes when I was playing and kiki ha haing my ninth grade year and not really focused on what I should have been focusing on and as a Vanderpool said you know take advantage of the opportunities because you know if I didn't take advantage of ROTC my ninth grade year I wouldn't be the person that I am today because they most definitely can change you as a person Overall, you know, yeah. Very good. Thank you, Amy. Sanchez? Adding on to what they said, I think the main part is being fo- staying focused. I um, Like Amy said, I came in here different person than, than I am right now. I've grown so much, thank, thank, and I thank ROTC for that because without it, I wouldn't be the person I am right now. But basically, staying focused. Stay focused in everything you do. Don't push things back. If you know you got to do it, and yeah. Stay focused. Stay focused. Well, you all have given us some very, very, very 
good advice. So before I close out, anything that you wanted to talk about that I didn't give you a chance to talk about? Feel free. Chris? Just out of curiosity, um, what inspired you to do the healthy um like like to to stop selling unhealthy snacks oh you mean in the vending machines and things of that nature yeah 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 <laughs> well we do know that there's a direct relationship between health and learning right so we have to be committed to as a school system to help developing healthy habits in our young people Therefore, we have to find a balance between tasting good and being healthy. And so our school nutrition department, led by our director, Ms. Audrey Hamilton, works diligently with all of the lunchroom managers and school nutrition workers uh, and her team to ensure that we find the balance between what's good and what's healthy. Because one thing we have to acknowledge that um, – We've got to be mindful of our caloric intake. We've got to be mindful of the amount of sugar and things uh, that we're consuming because you're developing habits that will last a lifetime. And so we want you as young people to develop good habits and be very mindful. It doesn't mean that you can't have a cookie every now and then, but you got to you got to count the calories. One or two cookies is enough, right? You can't sit there and eat the whole pack of cookies, uh, the whole family size of cookies, right? So uh, our motivation is to make sure, of course, we've got laws that we have to follow as well. Uh, the Department of Agriculture requires us to do certain things when we provide free and reduced lunch and breakfast. We have laws that we have to adhere to, but I think ultimately we want to adhere to the greatest law is we want to teach you good lifelong healthy habits because we want you to live a long life quality of life and i have one more question of course okay so i know you you're you are very busy as the superintendent of clayton county and i just wanted to know do you have plans on renovating mount zion anytime in the near future Mount Zion needs a new school. Yes, I, I, I want to say that Mount Zion is, is a school that we will be addressing, uh, if not the next SPLOS, the following SPLOS. Um, but I'll pitch it over to your principal to get back with you uh, on, because I don't have the, the project list in front of me. But Mount Zion is a school you should know that we have discussed. All of our high schools at a certain age, we have discussed because as you see, as you have seen at Jonesboro, we want to modernize these facilities, which means we may keep portions of it, but we may tear down some portions and build up nicer portions. What would you, uh, what do you, would you like to have today at Mount Zion that you don't have that maybe someone else does have? Well, I mean, I don't want to sound jealous, nor do I want to say that I'm, like, ungrateful about the school. I like the school. It's just, you know, Morrow got just like an entire new, new <laughs> building, and, you know, uh, we don't want a new school, nice facility, all of that great stuff. I hear you. Very good. Johan? Uh, well, I mean, we have that little, we have that little the little stair part over there that looks nice and modern, but uh, the rest of the school is kind of you uh, want a modern school, like mm, a, like I want a new house, right? Yes, it's kind of like all the like Mario and Jonesboro. They're like so pretty and like all the glass and stuff. So I'll say this because it takes the community mm. to vote for Sploss for us to continue with these projects. The next vote is March 2024, 2023. Next, this coming up March. Okay. So, what do you think as a student? As students, what do you think your responsibility would be to to the vote. parents in, 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 in our community? What would you say to them? Uh, vote for Mount Zion. Oh, we need, Mount Zion High yeah. School. And um, <laughs> don't need. be afraid to buy a lot of stuff. I know the tax goes towards FLAS. It does. It's important, though, isn't it? And so we want to continue with these projects. So remember, March of next year, 2023, we'll have another vote to continue with SPLOST. 
And I believe last time we had about 78, 79% of the voters say yes. It would be great if we had 80 and 81 and 82 and 83 and 85 and 90% of the voters to say yes next time because we got several projects and we want these projects to continue because you deserve that and so much more. Would you agree with that? Absolutely. 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 Well, thank you all. This has been Be Inspired with Beasley, a podcast of Clayton County. I am Dr. Morcise J. Beasley, superintendent of schools here in Clayton County Public Schools, where I must say that today we released the highest grad rate that the district has ever had, 79.6%, almost close to 80%. And I'm sitting here with these wonderful, amazing students at Mount Zion High School that registered a grad rate. Class of 2022 had a grad rate of what? 92.1%. Getting closer to 100%. And I am confident that these young people in the class of 2023 are going to take it even higher. It's been a great, a great opportunity to just interact with you. Thank you for sharing your, your honestly, your mind, your heart. Thank you for discussing safety and security with me curriculum and rigor with me and school support. I want you to know as your superintendent, we are honored to serve you. You have a wonderful school here of the faculty, staff, administration. They love you and they are committed to your success. And we are honored to support them as they work directly with you every day to provide you the best, the best instructional experience. Continue to listen to our podcast. I want to encourage all of you to join the conversation. You may submit questions, comments, and opinions to podcast at clayton.k12.ga.us. Tune in to future episodes by subscribing to Be Inspired with Beasley, a podcast on Apple Podcasts and Spotify, and you can always access each episode on the district's website at www.clayton.k12.ga.us. Thank you, audience. Thank you, young people, for participating and sharing. I want you to know that we are on a journey to high performance here in Clayton County, public schools. We are making a difference. This school district, our young people are moving, moving on the move. I am Dr. Morcise J. Beasley here to keep our community engaged and informed until the next time. Stay safe. And remember, we are committed to high performance. Hope to hear you, hear your voice or see you as I visit schools And remember, be inspired, stay connected, stay informed, and keep moving towards high performance. Thank you, young people. Thank you, Mount Zion High School. Bulldog!